Hey, welcome to my first episode. Um, welcome to King Center. Like I said, my name is King Robert J. Everyone knows me in tonight area. We're going to be covering a lot of things going on today. So let's first talk about the NBA playoffs. Man, have it been a crazy playoffs, man? You know, a lot of ups and downs. Everything as far as like people you expected to beat other teams haven't, be, haven't showed up to the occasion. Like the OKC Thunder. The Milwaukee Bucks was a disappointing to me, especially losing against Boston. Even though Boston is a well better put together team and better coaching, I still felt like Milwaukee had the most much talent over Boston because Boston didn't have Kyrie. But speaking of Boston, man, I would like to start with Boston versus Cleveland. And everybody knows how I feel about the East. I feel like the East is a real letdown from the like last 10, 10 to 12 years. And Part of it is because of LeBron greatness and dumbness and how good he is as a player and as a mogul and an icon. But the other part is I feel like every team this year was at least talented enough to take LeBron to game seven and possibly win. Now, back to Boston, like I was saying, you got to give your hats off to Boston. Boston is a well-put-together team. They're well-coaching. And just imagine if they had Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Ain't no telling what Boston could accomplish right now in the playoff this year. I think they have had a great run. I think Al Horford has established himself back into an all-star. I think Jason Tatum has a bright future ahead of him in the next five years. He will be a star. I don't know why everybody call him a star now. But as you know, they're basically people that like to live in the moment. And Jason Tatum had had a, a superb rookie, rookie season. I don't understand why he shouldn't be the main frontrunner as, uh, as a rookie of the year versus Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell because he have reached farther in the playoff than them. But like they said, they got Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown really have been a surprising a surprising player of development in this league for, for this NBA. I feel like Jason Tatum, I mean, um, Jalen Brown haven't, having too much established of what he want to be, a two-way player or just a defender or just a, a good role player. But he have found something in his game to elevate him to that point where we got to recognize that he's also a great asset towards any team. I don't think he's a star-type material. I think he's a good enough role player to be on the same level as a Lou Williams, uh, Iguodala, Andrew, Andre Iguodala, um, guys of that nature. I think he's he's excellent. Um they have just they just have this supporting cast that you just cannot get past them. I love playing with them on the game NBA Live 18. They they're good even without Irving. Terry Rozier, scary Terry. He's a starting point guard in this league. I think he will get a very good contract going elsewhere because I don't think he will stay when Kyrie come back because of the stuff he have done. Because we all know Kyrie is is a legitimate star, a legitimate starter. But the stuff that he have done, Scary Terry, for this team and this playoff run, it should boost the confidence. It would be like, let me test my free agency war. So, you know, I think he's a great acquisition for them. Marcus Smart been up and down throughout the playoffs, how I've been seeing him. But overall, he still plays up the par when it comes to on the defensive end and making big three-pointers and shots and bringing the energy that you need. Now, Marcus Morris, man, Marcus Morris, he – He's established himself as the better twin. I'm sorry. <laughs> his other brother, I, I forget his name, but we're going to call him the, the secondary twin. He 
he just he just know how to play defense. He know how to bring that energy. He remind me of a a lower a, a lower talented Draymond Green. If that makes sense. Yeah, the passing ain't there. That's why I say lower, lower. But he know how to bring that engine. He have affected LeBron just a tad bit. But we all know if you make LeBron even a little bit angry, LeBron will come out, drop 40, 15, and 16 on you any night and make sure you you feel it the whole game. So, yeah, you know, Marcus Martin had picked the poison. He knows how to do it. Now, Brad Stevens, an excellent coach, I feel like. If Greg Popovich went in the league, he would be the best coach in the NBA. But people argue saying he's the best coach now. But we all know Brad Popovich have done things that Brad Stevens has yet to accomplish. So, therefore, I put Brad Stevens second tier to the first tier. But Boston, you know, a well-put-together team, they will be in the finals either this year. They have a good shot this year, but they don't. They, I don't think they don't really want to do it without Irving because it would be too much pressure on them. If y'all get what I mean. But when they go into the finals in the next couple of years, I, I feel like LeBron, you know, either he stay in the East or the West. I think the Celtics will have a more high percentage chance to get to the finals more than him. I think the reign of LeBron have come to an end. As far as dominating, he still will dominate in individual stats. But as far as, like, accolades, as far as going back to the finals, back to back to back, I think the journey have become way difficult for him. And the Celsius is a big main reason. Indiana, Milwaukee, other worlds, they are the big main reason why he's that way. So um, let's talk about the Cavaliers this year, this year and this whole playoff run that they did. They are a four seed. The first time in LeBron career ever entering a four seed. Um, I think LeBron really did this hold on himself. I think he let the power get to his head this season about how he want to dictate how he runs the organization of Cleveland. And, yeah, he has all the right in the world. He's a basketball mogul, an icon. He's, he's one of the greatest players ever to do it. He's going to finish in top three of being the best players ever. I don't think he will be top one or top two, but I'll definitely put him at three behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul, or Michael Jordan or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Whatever one you want to put them in those two categories, the first tier and second tier. But LeBron, definitely third tier. Um, LeBron, the reason why I say LeBron had messed up in uh, when it comes to that LeBron basically have controlled his own narrative as far as pushing pushing the envelope of what he wants and how he wants the NBA to run around him. And when I say the NBA, you got to picture picture this as a business thing. NBA is a business first league. We all know they care about the players. It's way different from 20 years ago to now. We all know, that's why I was explaining to my friends and coworkers, we all know that if you have a great dominant product that you want that you want to show and promote and put all in on to keep rules for coming in keep going in and that and that necessarily doesn't get to where you want to be on the big stage we know that you necessarily got to make the road a little bit more i say quote unquote easy i'm not saying the nba um cheats for lebron and shit like that because we all know that lebron is it, his dominance get him past in the in the in the in the league he's in now. Of course that, of course he's gonna be that person that understands what he's doing. But as far as this, this playoffs in this year, we can talk about that playing 82 games. That I'm sorry, that's a great thing for LeBron. I think LeBron have showed that he uh, he can be an inconsistent player. When it comes to playing, and when I say he controlled the narrative, he basically don't. You can say you see yourself as the, the greatest ever, but you're not. Sometimes you show me that you don't commit to what you say, and you, you have all the right to not do what you want to do. It's free country, but 
me as a basketball fan to say that you want to be the best, you got to show me that commitment. And and LeBron sometimes doesn't show me that. Yeah, when he goes on the court, he will show 100% commitment, putting in the individual stats and all. But when it comes to just being that basketball player, that basketball teammate, LeBron sometimes will sit out unnecessary games because he know that he got to put his work into the playoffs. And we all know LeBron, when he comes to playoffs, he's nothing short but greatness. And it, it and and he does what he does, and, and, and there's nothing you can – do or tell him about it, and I love watching him play in the playoff. You know, I'm not a big LeBron fan. I just love his game and how he approaches it and how he dominates. It's it's amazing. It's a beautiful thing to watch. But on that note, I think LeBron basically showed this year. I'm gonna give y'all a taste of what everyone wanted throughout my whole career. He has been on a whole different level. I think this is the best LeBron since Miami. Let me correct. Let me correct myself again. I think this is the best LeBron since Miami we have ever seen him be. He's unstoppable post game three point, three point. His free throw is down, but he makes it when it counts. I think he have he have developed the clutch gene. I think he have he have took the, the skeletons off his back, the monkey off his back, and he's basically saying, "Listen, I'm still gonna make the bat, best basketball play." But if I got this guy one-on-one, I'm not going to be afraid to take the shot. And that was something I saw in Miami. Yeah, Miami LeBron was, was, was the perfect LeBron for, your, for what you wanted. But he, could, he lacked a three-point three shot. His free throw was horrendous. And also, he just didn't have the clutch gene that we all wanted him to have. That only clutch gene I saw was against Golden State before Golden State was Golden State. The step back three on Iggy Dollar, and then you got um, and then you got the layup he hit in the Eastern Conference Finals when Paul George basically made the play defensive slip up and made LeBron go inside and LeBron got the layup. But you, this whole year, this whole year, 2018, this Cleveland LeBron, this is the most I have ever seen him hungry to get it, and I I, I take my hat off to that because now I can throw him up there in top three. Because I had to see that. You know, regardless of what he finished in the rain, regardless of what the NBA final record is, I think LeBron is definitely a top three to top five player ever in history. He's that dominant. He has showed it over his course of his career, even though he his final run didn't come to after Kobe left. But that's a whole difference because we know Kobe was a dominant player anyway. But as far as this, like, just talent overall, this man has been great. But back to the series, I think LeBron has inflicted his will from game three to four. I think one through four, he, he, his first two games, yeah, in Boston, but we all know Boston is a well-constructed team, and they play better on the road. Role players tend to play better on the road, we, I mean, at home. So we expected that for Boston. You know, Boston was a good, good end of supporting cast. LeBron has is not as great as Boston. But Boston have, I mean, LeBron have basically showed that he's he wants this. He wants to go against Golden State. He wants to go against the Houston Rockets. He wants to show everyone that I, even though I have destroyed all the pieces on my team and reassembled the whole new pieces on my team, I can still take that team to the next level with the guys I have against a juggernaut like Houston or Golden State. And I think that I tilt my hats off to that because. If if I, I I expected this series, me deep down inside, 
Me don't like LeBron. I expected that Boston would beat them 4-1. But seeing that LeBron has the resilience game four and game game three and game four to show that Celsius, listen, I'm coming at home. And y'all can expect that I think Cavaliers are gonna win game five. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I, I feel like I may be wrong, but I, I just don't see the Celtics coming back from that three three and four game to say, okay, you know what? We still got home court. We got five and seven, so they can have six. No, I think LeBron going to really establish that he wants five and he's going for six. So when it comes to that series, I think that LeBron definitely has the edge, but Boston is still there. I wouldn't count him out. I-